Enough. <laughs> Zemails recognize the song. A few from the circle of life from the Lion King. This is one of my favorite songs lately. I'm not just saying that. I love this song. Especially the Broadway version with all the Swahili parts. I love it. And I wanted to set the stage by singing this song for the opening scene of The Lion King. We've all seen this. There's this great moment in the beginning of The Lion King at the presentation of Simba, when Simba's born, and he's presented to the whole animal kingdom. So just picture the scene. The song is the intro, but picture the scene, not just the whole movie. So in this moment, Simba's parents, they take their newborn son and they hand him off to Rafiki, kind of their, kind of their local priest. And, you know, Rafiki takes Simba for a second and he kind of looks at him and smiles. And then he hoists him up over the entire animal kingdom. And there's like this uproar of praise in this moment. And then look back at his parents, um, Mufasa and Nala. In this moment, when, when Simba's being presented, they're both at the same time like totally transparent. They're just fading into the background. But at the same time, there was, they're closer and they're happier than they've ever been. They're both transparent and closer than ever in that moment. And it's kind of like Simeon in that moment when he holds up Jesus in the temple. And Mary and Joseph are just in the background. But in that moment, they were closer than ever. Because in The Lion King, Simba didn't just belong to his parents as like their private treasure. It's together that their family belonged to the kingdom. And they just didn't belong to one another in the family. They belonged together. In the same way, in Mass, when the priest hoists up the body of Jesus at the most central, the most important part of our celebration, it's in that moment that we're that us, we are the most transparent, but we're also the closest that we will ever be in that moment. It's in our belonging to Christ that we belong together. We belong together because we belong first to Christ. That's when our bond is the strongest, when it's about Him. Now, we know in reality, family isn't easy peasy all the time. We know well that family is difficult. Not only because we drive each other crazy sometimes, and we do, but also it's in our responsibilities to one another and our family that sometimes we can put undue pressure on ourselves. We think, this is my family. I belong to them. They belong to me. So I have responsibility, or we have responsibility to set each other straight when they need it. 
We have responsibility to make them understand what we want to tell them. And we have responsibility to ensure their happiness and ours at the same time. Yes, this is true. But the problem comes when we put all this pressure on our own shoulders, rather on the Lord's. Rather, let's see that our family, however they are, whomever they are, they're gifts. They are gifts to us, and we belong together to the Lord. It's his love that fills our house if we let him. And if we do, that's how we grow in love and understanding with one another. And especially in, what, a week ago, in times like uh, Christmas, in the moments that our house and our home is centered the most around Jesus, it's then, when we're transparent and we're closer than we've ever been in those moments. Now, Mary and Joseph, they were Jesus' first family. And it's only through Jesus that they were, and they are, the holy family. It's through Jesus. Joseph, for lack of a better word, was an average Joe. Right? Joseph was just your average Joe. He was a working man. He was a sinner. Yes, he was an imperfect person, but he was one with strong, tremendous faith and chaste love. He understood that this family of his, his life, his faith itself, were all gifts from God. And he knew that Mary and Jesus did not belong to him. They were given to him to love and to care for. And he knew just by simply working every day, by putting others before him in his work, centering his world around Jesus, that the rest of his life would take care of itself. He would get to heaven through these relationships. Mary, we know, never understood how things would work out. Her whole life never knew how things would work out, but it was in her perfect faith that she received Jesus unceasingly in her heart every day. So in that, she rode out all the ups and downs in her life, just following him and just holding to Jesus, which is why we know she never took a wrong step in her life, and she never fell. And through that, through that love of Jesus first, Mary and Joseph had an easy and intimate and unshakable relationship. Remember, we have to remember that God chose Jesus to have a family. We know he wasn't born to save us alone. And he wasn't born to walk alone. He was always connected with his family in what he did. First Mary and Joseph, and then when he matured with his people, with his church, us. We're his family. We belong to each other because we belong first to him. So with our hearts 
centered on him, when we are together, that's how we find who we are. And every relationship in our life makes sense when that's our center. So who's the head of our household? Our true head of our household and of our family is Jesus. This is why we trust and we hear. If we honor our mom and our dad, we honor God and we atone for our sins. We have joy and we have peace and comfort when we give of ourselves and die to ourselves for our family. And we have a long, fruitful life when we just stop to appreciate the people that God has given us in our life. This is why we place our spouse's needs above ours, and we die to ourselves for their well-being. So God will renew the life in our relationships every day. So for the joy of our house and for the love that we hope for to share, St. Paul sticks it to us. Sticks to us. He urges us. Well, he's a harsh guy, St. Paul. St. Paul urges us, forgive any grievance. Forgive any grievance against one another. It says, persevere in patience and in compassion and gentleness, most especially when it's hard and put on love. This is the bond of perfection, he says. Let the peace of Christ steer your heart. Because that's the peace we're called to and have as his body. And we will be thankful if we follow this. So today, when Jesus is hoisted up before us, before the kingdom of God, let's sing amen in an uproar of praise at our king and the head of our household.